Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Three, Sit back and two, enjoy. One, zero. Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am your host for today, JROC, and we got three quarters of the squad in the building, or two quarters of one half, one half. Do your math. Math ain't math. <laughs> one half of the squad in the building. It's, it's, it's 60%. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) How many of y'all on this show anyway? Anyhow, we got 60% of the squad in the building today. And um, we got a few things lined up, a lot of reviews. So we're going to jump right into it and see how everything going. Uh, But first, Dick James, what's good, man? How you been, brother? You doing good today? Oh, you answered. Uh, Busy, busy weekend (laughs) going on. I've given up, man. I've I've given up. I I, I blame Julian for that one, man. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Jay's fault. Shout out to to Darkness, man. Darkness, everybody. Dane, what's good, man? You in the Jordan spot. How you feeling? I'm I'm a little uh, confused that your math is that bad. Um, <laughs> the closest would have been two thirds. Right? Just, just, just so you know in the future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it, I had them like, wait a minute, I don't know how many people, you know, who's here, who's hey, not here. So dumb, y'all mixed this up really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But it's it's, it's kind of empty in here, bro. I I'm not used to this. Yeah. We'll see. Rob, Rob technically counts as like three people. So <laughs> you're right, and you're right. <laughs> all the personalities and all the information coming from him. So you know. Uh, James, tell us about UFC 285, man. The, the fight that I almost fell asleep on. Y'all staying up for that, man? Which, which one did you almost fall asleep on, man? We had an upset. The main card. I woke up and they was in John. They were in the ring. <laughs> in and out. I'm like, oh, it's right it on It only time. lasted like 90 seconds. <laughs> so how you fall asleep <laughs> on that? The first round submission and you almost missed it. <laughs> You'd have woke up and the daggone, you know how I say this pay-per-view was ended. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it was it was a good card, exciting. John Jones is back at heavyweight. He looked a little. I was a little nervous because he came in. Everybody was talking about his physique. He had taken off three years to get back in the game, and he showed up with the dad bod. Was that so was, was that, a little was that like, to get back in the game, or was that to get off them dippers? Probably a little of both. <laughs> he probably had to get his life right a little bit, but allegedly, no, if you let him tell no, it, he no, was no, bulking respectfully, up. Respectfully, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully, I, I don't yeah, Jones, we got, a, we got enough beef between Michael Jai <laughs> and then Nipsey Crew looking for you for what you did to Lauren London. <laughs> we got enough beef. We don't need no smoke from John That's Bones. So, man, man, but basically, I need to go sit in the corner and shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, allegedly he was, you know, bulking up, trying to get to heavyweight naturally instead of rush it like some people have. And it seemed like it worked. We didn't really get to see a lot from him as far as what his cardio, his speed and all that. But, you know, he, right. he put in work. <laughs> it's an easy night at the office for him. So they said that man got him to like 274 pounds, man. I couldn't imagine. He looked all fat and doughy the way he was. Man. <laughs> well, John Jones ain't never Jeez. been super cut up, though. So right. even if he, when he slimmed right. down, he wasn't like super cut. So it's probably about right. right. Yeah, well, yeah. it ain't right until he fight my man Ganu, man. So they ain't want to sign <laughs> contract, so I might, don't even know. He might be past that, that, yeah. that point where he fighting the top dudes now, though, man. No, nah, Ganu, they didn't resign him. He didn't work out his contract. Oh, oh he's not with UFC. Oh. That's why. Nah. Yeah, although he hasn't lost. That's not why the title's not with him anymore. So, 
we we need to get that paperwork signed because they'll probably have one more fight. He'll come back in. They, it'll be too much money. On the yeah. table for I got a feeling that Ngannou's going to try to get a big payday doing some like Jake Paul boxing thing with either yeah. Deontay Wilder or like uh, Tyson Fury type thing. It sounds like Wilder's open to it and Fury too, but you know, a lot of these guys just be talking and promoting, but I think if he fought Wilder, that's the best chance for him to win because Wilder ain't super technical. Um, and Ngannou has power. Maybe he could clip him and come away with a win. He gets that payday and then comes back to the UFC. That's a lot of buildup you, for him and Jones you, if Jones can win. You said Wilder ain't super technical. That is uh, overstatement <laughs> of the century. <laughs> boy, yeah, full boxer. He don't full do boxer. nothing but throw haymakers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Come> <laughs> Hey, hey uh, Dane, what about that Chris Rock special? Did you get the chance of checking it out? Man, I, I was uh, caught up. I couldn't catch the Chris Rock joint like I wanted to. Nice, not a not <laughs> a good. word. Was just... is it available now? Did they have it? Yeah. Is it like yep. streaming now? Okay. I think right after they finished, they even got the like pre-show where they had some of the uh, um, other comedians. Like he had like build up and you know press sure. before it. All that is on there too. So 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 it, sure. it's funny because historically speaking. Chris Rock probably mm-hmm. my favorite stand up like just yeah, just in a general okay. sense um but it I think I don't know that I'm in love with the stand up world as far as the top tier comedians anymore that do the hour long specials mm-hmm. I think I'm more into the the dudes that be like on Chocolate Sunday in LA that just the <laughs> no name dudes like you know some of the lower level yeah. guys that's just a little more raw and, and gritty around the edges I, I think I'm more into that I wonder if you can even I, I don't listen to much of them, Dane, but I wonder are they more straightforward with their comedy still or are they still like kinda of hesitant in, in stepping around certain topics? Some of them, like I mean, some some people those areas aren't their lane. Like everybody not right. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Rock used to do mm-hmm. a whole lot of talking about relationships. Um and you mm-hmm. know, uh a, a lot of that was, you know, revolving around the fact that he had a volatile relationship. Then he got divorced and then he started dealing with, right. you know, co-parenting. And, and I'm sure that's that's a part of right. some of the stuff. Yeah. So, so I think I like that and race. Yeah, I think mixing I, some race and you got. Rock. Yeah. And I think that was uh, real authentic and true to life to me, which is why I probably liked him a lot. And I, I think like some of these mm-hmm. other guys that are newer to the game, like I was never really a. Uh, a huge fan of Kevin Hart. That's not to say he wasn't funny. His earlier stand-ups were definitely funny, but it was a lot more self-deprecating, um, which didn't mm-hmm. appeal to me as much as like a Chris Rock. But I get, I yeah, get yeah. the you know the appeal. He's funny. Like some of his jokes is like you know hilarious. So I, it, there's no denying that. I just wasn't a huge fan of him personally as I was like a Chris Rock. So I guess it's easier to mm-hmm. find some of the the newer guys or the guys that haven't blown up that don't have to feel like they conform as much because all of the eyes are on them in, in this in the sense that yeah. you're talking about because it is you know like there's a guy named black ron there's a guy named comedian cp i love both of their stand-up uh, comedy routines but people don't really know them that well so mm-hmm. not like a chris yeah. well i think i think it's I think it's needed, man, because, I mean, from what I watched last night, it was just okay. Right. It wasn't anything great. Um, probably almost fell asleep on some portions of that as <laughs> right. well, I'll be completely honest. Yeah. And it's just like, it ain't the same anymore. And, and every comedian starts with, I'm going to try to do this without yeah. getting canceled. Right. It's like, you got to yeah. preface everything. It's almost like, damn, this is a damn shame. You can't even do yeah, your I job Yeah, I felt that anymore. way about his last joint, too. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, like, yeah. I, I was a little disappointed because the anticipation for it, with it being Netflix's first live, like, event yeah 
and you know everything coming off the will smith and you know seeing him like i've been seeing pictures of him Chappelle. um who else was it was it kevin hart yeah him Chappelle, and kevin Definitely. hart yeah and Kevin Hart, like, yeah. So I'm like, man, this is going to be good. And it was just okay. Like, I don't think Chris Rock is ever not funny at all. But I was a little disappointed yeah. um, with everything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm, glad I watched the fights. <laughs> <laughs> we expected nothing less from you, bro. <laughs> I don't know how he pulled it off. I thought he wasn't going to, I thought he was going to sacrifice one for the other. But clearly, uh, yeah. James is able to watch two things at the same time. Nah, it's amazing. Netflix hooked me up as soon as the fights Dang. ended, just flipped over and it was it was on Netflix. Uh, so shout out to Netflix yeah, yeah. for uh, pulling off the live event, but making it available for us that have multiple content streams going on. Uh, at least, at least, I was can't- at least he was able to pull off one of them. I was at, I was in the crib boo loving. So. <laughs> well hey there was also uh an episode of mando that dropped this past week right did you guys check that out what's your first thoughts on that i got a love hate relationship with mando right now man i i mm-hmm. i like mando and i like the action of mando and i like um the way that they and they're doing an even better job of it now making each episode be independent but still linking through line towards the end so you know you're actually going somewhere mm-hmm. that first season i felt like it was all over the place they do a, a better job of making me realize okay it's, it's actually going to go somewhere now um but i hate grogu so <laughs> <laughs> so come on man have a heart <laughs> i had a heart for the first season and i had a heart Dang. halfway through the second season and even had Dang, a heart you don't got... at the end of the second season when he handed him over to luke why is he back Dane ain't got no pets that's how we know Dane, uh, he don't got a dog uh, he don't I got have, a cat i have never been an animal person john will tell you john will tell you i've See? never been even all of my cousin's dogs i would be around i was always like Ugh. Uh, like and as a little kid i was terrified of dogs too yeah I, I, I'm, I'm not an animal See? person at all that's what you think, James? How'd you feel about the first episode of Mando? Man? It was decent. Um, coming off of the the real Mando season three, aka Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> that last Boba Fett episode kind of had uh made me have a little bit more anticipation, but it's kind of just starting. It's it's going, picking up where it left off. Do I care that he's going to bathe in the waters of Mando? <laughs> Lake, Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> Purify yourself in the but we'll see we'll see how it goes i see he found uh what's her name bo again and i guess maybe hey, she'll what be was in the some point episodes. of that oh did y'all catch the gina carano like yeah we had to get rid of that sheriff <laughs> she <ain't> worked out <laughs> oh, she, oh, oh, she, sheriff. oh she worked out she worked yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> sheriff shoulders got a, got a, got a contract <laughs> <laughs> I, I did Which, uh, i will say uh, i did like and was actually surprised at um the beach fight because i thought i yeah. thought that they were playing that like mando was the only one left from his section of mandalorian mm. i didn't think they were going to introduce a whole nother full tribe of the ones that don't take their masks off i thought it was like him right. and the two people that was on mm. the spaceship with him and that was it so I, I thought that was tight, and they were actually, you know, recruiting kids and giving that new that new kid his helmet or whatever. So I, I thought it was tight mm-hmm. that we we actually see they are going to have more of those, and it won't just be the Bo-Katan group that is just regular bounty hunter type people or whatever. Yeah, so. All in all, and and again, 
you can't say nothing about uh, outside of the puppet no. <laughs> special effects, which is so bad. which is key to Star Wars. No. That uh, alligator and like the spaceships and stuff look good. Like yeah. they're doing a good job. Again, if I, you got to compare Star Wars to Marvel, like Marvel, I mean uh, Star Wars continues to win and leave Marvel behind. Like, but if, um, if they we didn't have that She Hulk moment where I was like, man, what am I looking at? <laughs> right? <laughs> did they <laughs> did they actually do the CGI? Maybe the same people that did Ant Man <laughs> was busy working on <laughs> right. She Hulk or came over and worked on She Hulk. <laughs> I just I want to know what the what the flaw or error is in not making those puppets look like puppets like would everybody be so disappointed with lucas films if they made them yeah. not look like yes they would so. yes really? they would yes really? not me personally but definitely the star wars fans they, out there they want it they, it is a cult thing because they want them to look like they they want them to be something that you can grab and touch and smack and you know look the same way they did in the original movies they want to feel like they're still watching the same movie just continuously this is right. really That's the same universe yeah yeah um, but if they put a helmet on Grogu, I'm out. I'll never watch another episode. <laughs> if, they, if they put a Mandalorian helmet on Grogu, I'm done. Grogu's uh, helmet might be dope too, man. Ain't, no, it, it won't. Don't, don't even speak that into the universe. Let's do it. <laughs> Maybe they could give him just like the Bane jump that covers his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good man well like i said in the top man we got a pretty pretty um review field show so we're going to go ahead and switch things up today because i can do that so detective gordon hit him with the news going into a universe that doesn't use puppets it's a little bit more uh cgi based and real life based dane's favorite uh trilogy movie book is we we talked about a little bit last week that they were going to delve a bit more into the Lord of the Rings um, franchise, but apparently they're looking to set up a Star Wars-like universe. So does that mean you get a Grogu in this? Is Smeagol going to be nice and cuddly (laughs) before he (laughs) he gets the ring? Like, I don't know. It sounds like it's going to be spinoffs, prequels, in addition to the show we got. I don't know, Dane. This, This is on you. (laughs) (laughs) not all at once (laughs) so deep sigh (laughs) and uh there's so the show that was on prime apparently has nothing to do with this because that's uh, amazon property and this is they're talking they're talking about this being warner brothers starting something new so are you telling me that Warner Brothers is going to start prequels mm. that go that coincide with the prequels we're already getting at Amazon Prime, in which case you might be setting yourself up for failure because Prime got a good track record with their shows for the most part. Like that, and how do you do sequels? That, do you bring Sauron back? Like, I, uh, uh, is there a new person is, that wants to get the ring? There that's is, got there is nothing. They, they destroyed the ring. Like it. it what? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you can do. Like there's the the Hobbit was the prequel. We got those movies. They were bad because they couldn't compare to the Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Like nobody really liked them Jones because they right. couldn't compare to the Lord of the Rings. You go even further back on the Amazon Prime joint. You gonna compete with Prime to to tell a different story that's still uh, even more of a prequel than the Hobbit. I it's it's a bad idea, yeah. man. It's just yeah. I love as much as I love this universe. I don't get it, and it is. It, it don't add up like like john said at the beginning of the show the math ain't math like it's just i don't know about this one bro 
You know what that says to me. You ain't got the answers. Because <laughs> no, we don't. I don't even know if this is going to be movies, HBO Max. Is it? It's got to be. I, it sounds like the, the way they talking about it, it sounds like it's going to be multiple things. So I'm assuming series, but that doesn't mean it, they might not just do three movies because they apparently love to do tr- trilogies for Lord of the Rings. It, I'm going to put on my Jonathan hat. You know what this sounds like? That it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's oh, be- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I have no, I have no faith. It's it, what, <laughs> be well enough alone, man. It's I have no faith in this jump being successful or being, well, it could and be successful, but it'll be bad. And everything doesn't have to be a Star Wars like or Marvel like sprawling universe. Like just because you get a property that people like doesn't mean that you got to create a whole universe around it, man. Like just let some stuff chill and let us enjoy what the original property. Nobody wants to watch a Samwise Gamgee animated show about him growing up (laughs) before they went on a journey. Like no, nobody wants that. (laughs) Matter of fact, before I move on in the news. Has there been another cinematic universe or spinoff universe that's worked outside of Marvel? And I guess you could count Star Wars outside of those two. Star Trek. That's the close, the next closest Ish, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Which I think the discovery is getting canceled. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, speaking of franchises that just don't seem like they want to die. Hellboy is back. <laughs> it's being recast by uh, uh, Jack Kessie Cass- has been um, uh, cast as, as the new Hellboy, which what was my man from uh, Stranger Things just did it. Um, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, the, yeah, it man. was fact checker. <laughs> but this kid was in. A, I remember him from um, um, 12 Strong, but he also was in Baywatch. But honestly, does it really matter who's the actor in the suit? Because they all kind of look like, like a- Hellboy. Like I said in the, in the group chat, Hellboy is the worst superhero job in Hollywood because <laughs> all of them, all of the actors are going to look exactly the same and nobody's going to remember it was you once it's over. Like that John Jim Harper. That's a. Y'all talking about Jim? D- Jim Hopper or yeah, David? David Harper. David Harper. Yeah, and Jim Hopper. Yeah. And then and then the dude that played uh the Beast from the Beauty and the Beast TV show yeah, who's like Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman yeah. who's like 80 and still look like he's 57. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, and and they still don't seem like they've come up with a prosthetic suit that's comfortable enough for the actor. So not only do you um have to play this role that you don't get recognized in, but then you uncomfortable and sweaty for the entire shoot. Yeah, you got to go through 3 and hours. It might not even be a hit. 3 hours of makeup. Mm-hmm. Three hours to get it taken off, and then nobody's <laughs> gonna know it's you, and then nobody cares about Hellboy movies that much. It's right. not worth it. Dang bro. man, you gotta. Somebody cares about it. They keep the, making that's it. what I was gonna ask. Dang, you gotta hit the comic book stores and do some research or something. Because like Hellboy, who's who's checking for Hellboy? Like, where's the Hellboy fandom fan base? I know the original movie had its fans, and I enjoyed it. So, but so before the original movie, the Ron Perlman one came out. I actually, mm-hmm. I actually read Hellboy. Um, I, I read Hellboy and um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. They were all in the same comic book company um, before either of those movies came out. They were all in the same comic book company, and they were really good books. The mm-hmm. movies don't really depict the characters the same exact way as the books because they wanted to be a little less demonic and a little less dark, and you know, it, it was a little 
too over the top with the grittiness and the death and the gore. Um, so they wanted it to be a little more audience friendly, which I get. And the first Hellboy movie, I wasn't mad at, but it's just once I saw the first movie, it was like, eh, okay, ain't really much more you can do with this that I really care about. So that's yeah. that's what I, you know, it's one of those things where it's a property where it's fun for a new audience the first time, but after that first time, like I don't really need to see the Golden Army one, or I don't need to see, <laughs> you know, part three because it's not really that much different. His horns grow back, he snaps them off, he punches somebody with the hard hand, and that's how they win. Like, <laughs> like it's it's the same thing, rinse uh, and repeat. Like, I don't, not really yeah, much you could do with it without some of that depth and darker stuff that's in the comic books so i mean i'm sure hellboy comics still has a strong following because the the bprd book still has been going on for 20 some odd years and that's his main book so i i'm sure it's still a big following comic book fan wise i just don't know that the movies do a lot for the character yeah it makes me wonder because i know what constantine they seem to be maybe getting a little darker with this newer version. Maybe this newer version of Hellboy, like you said, will be a little bit more authentic to the comic book and a little more rated R or darker. Maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Moving on, and this gets confusing to me because apparently there are so many daggone alien properties coming about. Um, and Alien's one of my favorite franchises, movies, um, at least the first two. And oh, I'll that's give another, you Alien that's, 3. That's another one. I mean, it's the same... Thing, but that's a they got what nine alien movies at this point yeah but it's not a i guess you could say it's a universe but um <laughs> most of the movies we want to forget Prometh after Prom three prometheus made it a universe <laughs> yeah but apparently um fede alvarez who did the evil dead remake and he just did something else recently that was good um oh uh don't breathe uh he was involved in that franchise but it sounds like he has his own alien movie and he's cast the lead in it Isabella Marchand, who was in Sicario 2, looks like she had a small part. But if y'all watch Transformers, I think it was four, like Rise of the Fallen. Man, One of them, man. Dude. I even I tapped out of Transformers. Man. I was about to say, yeah, that, that, that's a universe they should have stopped. We need Rob on here. But it gets confusing yeah. to me because Noah Hawley has the alien television show that I think is still greenlit and was supposed to come on FX. You know, the yeah. guy that did yeah. um Fargo and he also did um damn what was the the superhero joint um that only Jonathan finished watching um Professor X's son uh, oh 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 um, what's the name of that joint John you love that joint <laughs> Legion Legion yeah Legion. he also did Legion um but apparently he's that was in the works so I don't know if that's been canceled or they're just gonna have two parallel alien franchises, which wouldn't be the first time that studios seems to be a double cashed. Seems to be a theme this episode, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but I almost wonder, man. I'm not familiar familiar with her work, but I assume she's gonna take over a Ripley like strong female lead in it, and it kind of seems like if you look at her, it makes me have echoes of the the uh, prey predator one, where I don't think she's Native American, but she's um, Hispanic, I believe. So it, it, I don't have, know. Have you looked at the rest of the cast for this film? Nah. This is the most reading rainbow, <laughs> all inclusive, culturally appropriate cast I've ever seen for any film, probably in my life. And they're a bunch of Gen Zers, so I think I'm gonna. What's it called it. officially? 
I don't know. You talking about the actual title for the yeah, film? Yeah, is it just I think Alien? I think it's a full reboot. Oh wow, uh, that's interesting. A bunch of young. It's a but it's going to take have, take have a take with a bunch of young younger people hmm. humans than older folks. It's just going to be kind of different. Like I never really thought about that, but I don't know. I just it's something about that is not very appealing to. So me. they they essentially remaking Aliens with young people instead of Correct. gritty, Yikes. chiseled soldiers uh. yes yes (laughs) right it's a whole new take so it just looks like it scares me because i think about like you said bloom house or whoever what's the guy that uh fred fred Mm like he's in that kind of horror film place that's his that's his stick is that it or yeah it's pretty much what he's been famous so john let's put the money up i got a dollar that say James come mm. on this show and talking about he loved it when they come out. <laughs> I don't know about that. I can guarantee I'll see if it, it. If it's if it's gonna be horror and it's gonna be uh, uh, Blumhouse and uh, and and aliens, that that's that's no. like too much of a good thing yeah. for you. Yeah. Only thing is, uh, Blumhouse does low budget stuff sometimes, so hopefully it's good, man. If they give me Hicks and Hudson, <laughs> game over, man. Game over. <laughs> that's all I need, and I like it. <laughs> Oh, man, we just discussed Blumhouse and some of the low-budget uh, productions that they have. But, again, I blame Jonathan for this because he, he pushed for The uh, Last of Us to to hit the big screens. Um, apparently, James Wan and Jason Blum under Blumhouse are developing a Dead by Daylight movie based on the video game. I've played the game <laughs> for... I, it was one of the things that was, like, free. You could play yeah. it and download it. Like a PlayStation Four version yeah. or something. I mean, it, I guess I got on it. You know how you get if you try to get on and play Madden or Call of Duty online, and people have been playing it and they so much better than you. Right. You don't know what you're doing, so it was really short lived. I, I just don't get the creativity in this. Like, is it the the how the killer takes souls? Is that the sell selling point? I really don't understand how this is going to be any different from any other slasher film. I, I don't get it. So does. But I guess if 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 you want the genre. You have you you literally it's not even creatively new in a sense, Dane. You literally can play as Jason, Freddy, Leatherface, and you chase around. It's a multiplayer game. Let's imagine the BCU getting and online. Just, One of us, Rob, gets picked random at random to be Jason, and all the rest of us have to figure out how to get out of oh, this. Wow place and we gotta turn on generators to get so out. That's one of us gets to chase right. the other the rest of us down. The other uh, four or five people. Wow. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So it could be pretty cool if you're the slasher and then you just got yeah, to figure that, out how to... That don't do nothing in a movie. Right. It's just going to be a exactly. slasher. It's a slasher. You know what's interesting, too, is I also read that Blumhouse is getting into uh, video games as well. So this might be their, you know, bridge in between both worlds. They could be like the Daywalker. <laughs> you know what they're going to do, right? They're going to do... They're going to futurize this joint and say it's like people plugging into a a game simulation and they act, oh, they actually not, die those, man. they actually die if they get killed in this joint that. <laughs> that's probably that's probably the twist yeah, it's going to be gonna terrible, be gonna be terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey just real quick man Blumhouse movies what would you think would be the best one to turn to a video game I think maybe that is such a you and Bob conversation. You just had this conversation. We had the door was open for this last week and you ain't bring up nothing. Yeah, but I didn't think about Blumhouse, man. I think the purge would be. I bet you I bet you wouldn't have thought of that joint. 
<laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. But that's got to be one of their first ones if they making games because the Purge actually kind of works. Pur- yeah, it's an action so, game. I, I, yeah, the yeah, Purge would have been open dope. world. Yeah. You know, you on your I'm mission. Gonna, it's gonna be multiplayer. Somebody asks for help, you go help yeah. them and then get that. Back actually, on course, that but. actually might have been the best answer for last week. Right, <laughs> open world Purge joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, moving on and we wrap up the news, man, and get to some of these reviews. But apparently, uh, Yara Shahidi has causing a little bit of uh, controversy because of her casting as Tinkerbell, who has been traditionally white in the previous Peter Pan iterations. And the upcoming Peter and Wendy is kind of like Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> like, you got to add on <laughs> the extra. Even though we might be chauvinist this, because I still just call it Ant-Man 3. I just totally forgot right. about the Wasp. <laughs> but what do y'all think of the controversy? No, don't worry, James. They forgot about Wasp in that movie, too. but man what do y'all think about the controversy with this casting we've kind of touched on some of this before it seems like you know between cancel culture and then the other people that want to be everything traditionalist this comes up and it's almost like to me um just a non-issue man like the casting's a casting if you want to see it go see it if not chill should we set up the black, the black, blackity black? Yo, I just want. I, so first and foremost, keep the same energy because it, don't complain about Yara Shahidi being black as Tinkerbell. But I don't think anybody said anything. But I'm sure it's coming. But ain't nobody said nothing yet about Peter Pan being Indian. Because he's because he's definitely not a little white boy or woman, depending on where you watch Peter <laughs> right. Pan. And at least and, and oh, go ahead. No, 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 not finish your thought. Because I was gonna say at least she uh is has some name recognition. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> ahead and finish. <laughs> Let me say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and right, and she's gonna be one of the more famous uh and more you know alluring characters in this movie for the younger crowd. Um, but show me somewhere in real life that fairies are only blonde haired white women. And then I'll care what y'all think about the race of Tinkerbell, because it's a fictional character that was created in the early 19. Well, yeah, the early 1900s by people who did not look that, you know, white people, they created a character, character that looked like them. They aren't the ones making this movie. It's a fictional fairy character that doesn't exist in real life what are you complaining about i felt like but you you all know you all know this is rooted in more than just this you know i mean we just at such a place where we talked about it last week you know where everyone is at odds is either right or only holy right or holy wrong your side my side you know um and and this just blends into everything else in culture and so i think if not for that no one would really care but because of that now we have to make an issue about everything um and this is just part and parcel and it's unfortunate um it's stupid you know but here we are i just be happy when we get past it and beyond it so we don't have to continually pick fights with the most trivial things in life there's so much stuff that's far more now if they go on here and they do a rendition that doesn't make her feel authentically like a fairy. If they said some black woman wished to be a fairy and that's how she became Tinkerbell, mm. then okay, it, it don't feel stupid and it feels forced. I get it. But just, mm-hmm. just off of the trailer and her being black, like, eh, who cares? 
Right. Yeah. yeah until you show me a, a fairy and they're always white every time we catch them in their natural habitat, then man, it's just a story and you can do what you want with, you, you know, hey, the people that don't like it, create their own um, Peter Pan movie, direct it, and then cast who you want, man. Let I this mean, uh, director, producer live. But at the same time, you know, we didn't like Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. It was cast. pretty, pretty damn bad. <laughs> well, since that's all we got for your news and rumors this week, we're going to go ahead and jump into our segment of reviews. First up, we'll talk about The Last of Us, T. Lou, episode seven, because we are a week behind. We're getting ready to wrap up here. Uh, uh, what uh, what stood out for you guys? Uh, Dane, I always like to hear from you because nah, I know to, you're go not to, as go familiar. To James, go to James game. first, man. Come on, James. What you got, man? <laughs> T-Lou, episode seven. I actually flashback. thought it was interesting because at least for me, I saw in the previews and I knew this was coming and anybody that hasn't played the game, um, this was a downloadable content after the original Last of Us was released. You got to play this um, side mission when you downloaded it and played it. But it was kind of mm-hmm. cool in relation to this because there was in the second episode, I believe, um, when he was he was talking to Joel and it might have been um, what's the lady that um, Marl- Tess, uh, went, yeah, when they asked, have you ever um, killed anybody or how'd you get bit? She basically was like, I, I, I snuck out. I was by myself. Oh, you're pretty brave to sneak out by yourself. Right. And then we find yeah. out that um, and, and we, we talked about how good of an actress um, the, the girl that plays Bella Ramsey, Bella Ramsey is mm-hmm. because in that moment you can see like, oh, that was so good. She lied. But it yeah. wasn't as obvious as, you know, if, if you didn't know what was coming, right. you wouldn't have picked up on it. But going mm-hmm. back and watching it, you see those emotions. You tell she's lying. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very, very good. But uh, what kind of got me too was like, <laughs> and I don't want to nitpick yet, but go I ahead. Think I'm going We're not to. used to that. I gotta, you. Go ahead. Go, go I got to put on my full yeah. John hat. So she's on, in a military what? school being taught by Fedra, and she don't know how to kill. A, and and her friend like they don't know how to kill um a clicker stabbing it in the side like literally they're stabbing <laughs> yeah. it in the side shooting it in the chest like man shoot yeah. this thing in the head that should be your first yeah. day of boot camp right um so I, I thought the episode was good what was interesting along the same line since we were just that transition about uh yara shahidi is that people were had complained about this being too woke with all the um, same-sex relationships. Well, what was interesting is this was ahead of its time because The Last of Us originally came out in, I want to say, 2010, if I'm not mistaken. And um, so the writer, was all, Neil, was already saying, hey, look, this is the, the environment, this is the story that I want to tell. Um, so this wasn't something that was forced, rather something that already existed and they just created into right. a story um, and turned into a television show. Um, and I think they did a really good job. This is one of those episodes, again, that was really on par with the actual video game content. Everything there in that expansion video downloadable uh, game was pretty much here, with the exception of there was a little bit more extensive fighting uh, that they show in the video game with Ellie trying to what she was actually trying to do was get the thread to sew up Joe. She was trying to get an emergency kit and they were in an old rundown mall. Um, so they didn't, not the mall that she actually went to right. with the girl, but this was a separate mall that she took him to after he fell and, and got 
impaled by some rebar originally in the video game. And um, but I, I thought everything else was really spot on. I thought they really told a good story. And I called it the, the young lady who what is the the, the black girl Storm that, that played Storm Marie. I call her Lonnie because she reminds me of my sister in law. Like <laughs> this is her doppelganger. Um, and it, I thought Storm Reed did a bang. So I, I was, I was like, going to say, I haven't seen her in a while, but she, I, this reminded me that she is a very good actress and, and she should be one of the yep. young actresses that we elevate into some of these roles that she can grow into and play for years as well. Agreed, dang. She was actually on, um, and I think only myself and Love watched it. Um, what is that show called? It came on HBO about the young kids using drugs Talking about and all the, that craziness. Uh, um, Euphoria. Euphoria. Euphoria, oh, yeah, she has a realize, small cameo on that. Okay. She's, what's her name's younger sister oh, in that show. Oh, okay. And, so there's the connection to HBO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, she does a good job there dealing with, you know, being someone in a family, a household who, who's dealing with an addiction. And so um, I knew that she can do it. I just didn't know she was at this level being able to hold that stage, just the two of them. Well, you know, she own. was the kid on The Hate um, You Give, too. I didn't. I don't uh, know that I. I finished. Okay. Yeah, I think I may have started. I don't know yeah. that I finished that. But um, but yeah, but absolutely bang up job from her. I will give again credit because we also talked about the VFX um, effects from other shows like Ant Man and the Wasp. Did you know <clears throat> when they were showing the flashback and she and Ellie were standing at the top of the escalator looking out into the mall? Did you know that was them standing in front of a blue screen? And wow, none of what really? You saw was huh. real. Nice. <laughs> uh, that was they did that real good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely impressive. And so it, it, it kind of puts things in perspective when we're making these comparisons. It's talking Marvel. about again, unfortunate. Sorry, Marvel. Like, what are y'all doing? You know what I mean? Like, this is this is absolutely superb work. And perhaps they took them their people. Maybe that's why they couldn't do it well, right? And they had less um, to do. In Ant Man's defense, everything was. looked. Pretty good, except for uh, Modoc, which is just a weird choice. No, but I don't know. No, man. the whole visual effects from the very beginning, like I said, uh, unless you were watching it in 3D, James, well, it looked janky on a regular screen. The 3D brought that out for maybe, you in a way yeah. that you would probably accept, True. but not not in 3D. And so um, I think those things were really highlighted for me. Uh, really compelling story. Of course, I was familiar with all the content. A lot of it was almost verbatim. Um, a few changes here and there. But um, I do like what what they what they showed us in that episode. So for me, this episode was all new. Like I, I never <laughs> played the downloadable content. So every so you. everything. Well, I didn't I didn't <laughs> have the game for long. <laughs> uh, but ev- everything that I saw in this was new. So I found myself asking, how close was this to the actual game? Like I, I knew it was in a mall. Um, but I didn't know mm-hmm. specifically, you know, if she took her through this five wonders of the mall and, you know, if it was just one monster that got them or, you know, it, it was several. Yeah, because I was like, if, if it's two of them and they and I guess that's the, the same thing James said, that they, they were trained by Fedra and even the Fireflies uh, for Riley that you would think they would be able to handle one by themselves without actually getting infected. And I actually wanted to see them. I know they wanted you to sort of have the surprise that they both got bit, but I wanted to actually mm-hmm. see. It was like, oh, that's when he got her. And I, don't, I like I, mm-hmm. I rewound it and watched it again. And I was like, I don't really see where he could have gotten either of them, except right. except for mm-hmm. when um, 
Bella Ramsey was under the, the gate with him. I'm like, okay, he could have got her then yep. because I, I can't see what's going on. Yeah, can't see so like he could have got her, mm-hmm. but when did he get Riley? When did he get Storm Reed's character? Um, so I, I, not that it made that big of a difference, but I was hoping that they were that detailed to that level. And then, you know, I was hoping to come and ask y'all questions about like, is Storm Reed's character true to how she was? Was she sort of like, for lack of a better way to put it, was she the alpha of the relationship? Was she more? Okay. Because it it seems Mm -hmm. like, um, Ellie is so dominant of a personality when she's yeah. with mm-hmm. you know when, when she's with the, the um pascal's character joel, joel yeah when that that it, mm-hmm. it it was sort of funny to see her sort of you know get placated like she played down to the other person right. but i was right. like okay so they tried oh, to yeah. show like that she really really was endeared to this person that you know she loved her to the sense that she she would make herself smaller for this person to, to fill up the room so I, I thought it was interesting. Absolutely. The acting was great, like you said. I, I definitely, um, mm-hmm. it was interesting to see Bella Ramsey go from being such a big character in the way she played and portrayed that character to be in that smaller space, almost like frightened at times to to show how you know Absolutely. to show what she really was thinking and things like that. Um, you know, it was romantic, and that's that, that's what they were trying to get a, a, across. Um, it, it was it was a really good episode overall. I I I do think that they could have done a better job of maybe making us follow along with what she was doing in the present time. Yes, because I, I, for, <clears throat> for a minute I didn't realize. Oh, she's she's actually decided. Oh, I'm I'm going to save him. And I was like, why is she? Yeah, you know, yeah. is she looking for supplies? Yeah. And I knew yeah. she didn't leave mm-hmm. him from the game because I, you know, I, I've seen how the game ends, but I didn't know that this had anything to do with what was going on, particularly from the original game scene. So I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. Yeah. Uh, aware that that was the case. And then I don't know if y'all realize at the beginning of the game, it shows you sort of get a screen view of you sort of like seeing like going slowly past the houses. At the very beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was supposed mm-hmm. to be Joel getting dragged by the horse, and you're seeing, oh, and you're yeah. sort of seeing out of his yes. eyes, yeah, and, and, you know that yeah. what was going on. I, I thought that was pretty yeah. tight, but I didn't realize it. Like it, it would have almost been a little better if they panned up and showed you the horse actually dragging him from the ground. Like maybe you see his legs yeah. tied, you so you understood what was going on mm-hmm. right before they did the first flashback or something like that. But I mean, strong episode. It was. Definitely wasn't the weakest, but I mean, it, it wasn't the most eventful either. So, you know, so so naturally, right. I don't think it's the best episode, but I, definitely a yeah. good show, man. They, they're doing a great job with this show. Um, well, we got two episodes left, eight and nine. Two. So, yeah. so, so, so week, I'm yeah. interested to see just how detailed they get with uh with your boy Dave, who I now remember who he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting, like their take on this, um, in uh, product is like not rock'em sock'em robots, man. It's not a whole bunch of action. Everything's very subtle. Everything's deliberate. It's really a drama with you know clickers or zombies or whatever you want to call it sprinkled in the background. But it's really about mm-hmm. like these human interactions more so than like your typical action zombie thing. But, but um, I think that's a better did, approach did you- though. Yeah, I do. It humanizes it. Yeah. And maybe it draws people in, but you get the same critique where is it boring? Is it too right, slow? And right. that's where I'm a little surprised because, like you said, they could have had two, 
you know, uh, clickers in there or like, you know, one of the little baby ones Some or runners, something where, uh, yeah. It, yeah, it was a little bit more action, especially when they both been trained in the Black Widow, La Femme Nikita, <laughs> right. super the red, the, red, the red room. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because she's she showing up. like, man, is this uh, the red room? <laughs> right. She's showing up, dropped that girl that uh, pulled her head off. Right. Yep, and then yeah. um, uh, Storm Reed's character, man, I keep messing up forgetting her name, but like she was even Riley, Riley was even more cold than mm-hmm. Ellie and she had some Fireflies training and she had a little Fireflies yeah, she, bunker and she was packing. in the place. And she was packing. <laughs> pipe, pipe, pipe bombs yeah, and all. Right. right. <laughs> hey, so um, I thought it was also interesting and I don't know if it's the pull of HBO or Sony Entertainment or both, but I thought it was pretty cool that the mall had real stores like yeah, yeah. that we recognized mm-hmm. and that they were kind of going to. And you know, they had their some of their little jokes like so soap is is less important than shoes or sneakers or whatever <laughs> but you know you can see what people kind of looted first um and then the, right. the you know the uh mortal Kombat was fun to see like you know uh oh yeah these games that they probably read about or saw magazines and stuff for um right. that never got to That's play right. they actually got to like sit down and mess well, around with them so find, i thought that was pretty we cool. find out ellie got a stack of game pros at the crib Right, <laughs> game informer is my joint. Game informer, man. Hey, so Dame, I got this question for you, and and I, I'm curious because maybe some of the listeners are either contemplating or thinking the same thing. Does experiencing this, especially since you played the game a little bit before, does this make you want to go back and play the, the game? Especially they got the remastered and all that stuff, or is it just like, hey, I'm good just watching it? I'm good just watching. It. <laughs> but 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 you know but I'm it? I'm not a gamer anymore. I, I've given up to the the life. I, I you know at, at yeah. one point or another I you know would have said you know I, I'm an ex gamer or I you know I'm a gamer on the weekends or something like that throughout the years. But I, I'm far from being a gamer at this point. I used to I used yeah. to be. John alluded to you know, playing a game with somebody that they play it all the time and you don't play it that much, so they used to kill you. That's how I used to be on two. That's how I used to be on two K. That was like the last game that that I held yeah. on to. But even that, I don't even play no more. So yeah, I wonder, James. Is- it's interesting you go ahead no no no. i was just gonna say you probably going along the same lines was i wonder how much crossover appeal that it's had like has this increased game sales form for ps i'm sure i'm sure it has i'm sure it has it it, i can only imagine yeah i i I mean if i was still into the gaming world and i just had a blind spot for this game i would absolutely go pick it up immediately um because i you know my first question would be how authentic is this you know, I, like, I, mm. are they doing this just to force feed us certain things? Are they are they playing to certain narratives, or was this authentically how the game went? And then, you know, how how much action was in this game? Like I, everybody says, this game was right. Probably it, it in the show. <laughs> but, you know, you you can read reviews and, and they say, you know, this is action packed game. But you watching the show and you don't see it, so you know, you might want to go play it just for that fact too. And I almost wonder if you do it backwards, what your experience is. So if you watch the TV show and you're kind of used to this kind of slow and methodical drama based kind of um, yeah. entertainment and then you get into the game and you get that. But it's a lot of balls to the wall like action. And then it slows down to where you have these stealth moments and you're like, you know, almost scared to make a noise as you're playing the game, as you're sneaking by these monsters and trying to make it through. So I just wonder what and, and the fact that, like that suspense if it changes anything. And the fact that you can 
bust somebody's head wide open with a brick or splatter their head <laughs> wall. <laughs> yeah, you forget about that part, man. It all, it's also a lot more action between Fedra and then, you know, yeah. the other survivors and these other like little um, groups and militias. And you, so. and you get to see the real Bill in the game. <laughs> I'm go play yeah. the game when he get off this. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's funny because if, if I imagine if Rob or Loft were here, they'd be giving me hell right now. But <laughs> uh oh, I'm getting what I asked for, and I can't say it. I, I'm not dis. I'm not mad at it. It is a you good, are you are definitely you know, getting what you asked for though. I'm getting what I asked for, but I really did want a little bit more action. Yeah. I thought that that was just going to be you know I mean? like just it would just come with it. I didn't know that they were almost completely skeleton, almost completely out. Um, so that's been a little bit strange for me because every week I'm waiting for that moment. And I know James, you mentioned it. Maybe you don't want to overkill. Maybe we're getting ready to get it between the last two epi- the last two episodes. But yeah, Dane shaking his head. <laughs> nope. I'm almost feeling the same way. Like, yeah, I think they're gonna pretty much scale it all down. Yeah. And knowing what we get in the game or got from the game, especially with the last what we're anticipating is going to occur, mm-hmm. I'm expecting so much more. Oh, I would have been expecting so much more this- action. And now I'm just like, man. So, so I, I, I am I. So James, for for the question that you asked, I think it would be much easier to go from the show to the game than it actually is to go from the game to the show because of what John is saying. Yeah. Because you're accustomed yep. to so much blood, gore, action, mm-hmm. fighting. Mm-hmm. There's so much that they just did not make a focus of this show that you're missing as far as the action packedness of it, which is why John was afraid they were going to try and make this joint just an action show, just a shoot right. them up, gory, yeah. bloody action right. show. Right. But and we I, would have been complaining right. the other way. Yeah. We, we would have been like, yeah, y'all, y'all could have put some more to the story. This story is important, but I think John, that answers yeah. your question already. Like it's, it's a, Absolutely. it's a wrap because look at who Joel is versus who he was in the game. This is not the same yeah. person. So he's not going to have no, the same not. action that that person has. Right. So that's a wrap. Which is still yeah. disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, the story is strong enough to stand on its own. So I think yeah. that's why we cool with the show as is. However, Joel's not the same. It's not the same dude as far as action and what, fighting. What I will say is they sacrificed the action, but I got a feeling that the season uh, finale or the ending is going to have I mean, even more of an emotional punch. Yeah, than absolutely. Maybe even in the game. Absolutely. Which still, yeah. I finished that game and it was like I got slapped. So it's going to be interesting to see. Guys, water off the video game. Off, how they pull it off. Nah, 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 man. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Oh man! On that note, (laughs) well, hold on, hold on. Good, yeah, take. If you got something else, just get off. uh, Dane, try and get me to cry on camera. Um, no, you, you said it, Dane. I, I concur with that. I agree 100% that I think the folks who had never played the game and is switching from the uh, show to the game will appreciate the game a whole yeah. lot more. Yes, the storyline is still there. You just get all the action right. included. I think the one spot they haven't addressed well in the show, it's implied, but the lack of resources, I don't think I've really oh, seen right. that um, on the screen as good as they in the game, do in yeah. the game. So one part of it is that you like, you know, and he mentions it. Yeah, there's not a lot of bullets for this type of gun. There's no reason to carry this gun around with us. You know, got it. But 
we haven't seen him run out of bullets and need to go get grab a brick. You know what I mean? In, in lieu of. Yeah. So I think those that's one of the things that really hasn't shown itself yet. And I don't know if people who are watching this who haven't experienced the game don't understand how that component plays into the intensity of of the um of, of the game itself. Uh oh, look at that time. Man. Boy, I tell you, man. <laughs> yeah, man no, I was sitting here, enjoying man. listening to you guys talk, man. I was taking a bubble bath. I was sipping on a little bit of champagne. And it was a good time, man. You know, I didn't need a jacuzzi, all the bass in the voice, man. It was a what? nice time with you, fellas, man. He's really terrible. <laughs> So, so we're going to go ahead and switch up it now that we got Rob in the room. Hey, hey, Rob, say hi to the listeners, Rob. Man, we what's live, going Rob. on, y'all? Hey, hey, listen, don't be mad at me. Anyone listening, I still haven't figured out which way is the right way this mic should be facing. So I might sound weird at times. So <laughs> <laughs> this is why people do a pre-show, right? Um, okay. okay. You, you, so, you should see the word blue, Rob. You should see the word blue. It should be facing you. <laughs> Why would the word blue be on? Nah, man, I see facing. a word. Oh, people, sorry. And it don't sound better automatically. <laughs> you are so dumb. You are really dumb. Oh, for man, that's a uh, little red light uh, right in front for oh, me, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> this will, hey, what, what's my this will happen when you don't show up for the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what happened when you're robbing. That's true, like, too. Because apparently, apparently he's been doing this since we've been recording. It's, it's only been two, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Uh, yeah, I heard the show for the first time, and I was trying to figure out why do I sound like that. But okay, the mic was backwards. My bad, people. <laughs> Sorry What's about that. Snowfall. I don't, no, they should put this way in the arrow, not the word blue. <laughs> Snowfall. What season? Is five, six, seven. Five, what is this? Five, five, six, season five. Five. Series yeah. finale. Not series finale. Yes. Se- five, yeah. This. Yeah, oh, this season finale. is. Yeah, a, yeah you're right. There's this a series finale. Is a series finale. Yeah. There's five plus zero. <laughs> so so far, man, what what are y'all thinking about it so far? Why don't we get robbed to hop oh, on? Lord. So let him get it off. Just let him get it out. <laughs> just let him get it out. He ain't prepared, no how. He's just gonna still jump in. But go ahead, Rob. What you think so far about Snowfall, man? You know, I had a memory of a cat, so I, I have to like hear you guys talk about it and maybe think about it. It's not it's not such a it's not such a good movie like the movie Ant Man. Something that stays on your brain. Something that's really, really you good. You are in love with you that know, terrible but, movie, bro. That young was good, man. I'm sorry, it was the best axe kick I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, uh I don't like the way they making Franklin because we all know it's the story of what's his name? Free Ray Ricky Ross. That's, that's, it's, it's, a play it's a playoff. It's, it's not an exact play-off. replica of his life story. It's a play on, you know, him bringing that culture to the area right yeah man and the the cia dude man he's just like a monster to me it's like golly i hope the government ain't that bad man shout out to the government but don't be that bad and (laughs) i think hey i don't know frank just got a little bit menacing i ain't really care for him you know when they had the scene back to Africa. I'm sorry. The first person I could think about was Dane. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably stood up in his house. Is that, is that the third episode? Because I ain't watched that one yet. <laughs> that oh, okay. is. That is. Oh, yeah. nah, it's cool. Le- Le- Leon is Leon is. Uh, oh, right, right, right. You can tell they actually shot that. In do, do you own so. the dashi? No, of course. <laughs> Hell no, I don't own no dashi. <laughs> yes, you do. My wife got one. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Dane, for the two numbers. episodes you have watched so far, what are, what are your thoughts? I, I think I feel the opposite of Rob. I, I'm really enjoying the season. I mean, um, somebody recently uh, posted something that I watched. It, it sort of shined light on what Snowfall does. Like, Snowfall has really good season seasons, and then they'll have, like, mm-hmm. that one episode that, like, throws off the season. Like, why did you put this in the mm-hmm. season? That, like, right. last season with the Tiger. Because it, it got extended. Tiger, yeah. Because yeah. it got hey, extended. Yo, and, and, and Dan, you watch Wu-Tang. It did the same thing, like, around episode three, where it had the old, dirty episode. So, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, you should have brought that up at the beginning. But, but yeah, that, that episode was crazy, but I like the way they wrapped it up and it made it made sense when they came back to the present time for the ODB one. But the Tiger episode is what I'm talking about for season four. Like, there's no reason to have right. a Tiger walking around Compton. Like, it just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But so far this season, I like the way that I like the direction they're going. It makes sense for someone in his position that doesn't expect to be challenged in that way because he mm-hmm. runs the streets essentially like you don't you know mm-hmm. i'm i'm the kingpin you don't challenge right. me you get in line or you, right. you what's the what's the beanie siegel saying lay down or get down <laughs> like get down or lay, get down, down, or lay down. down yeah down lay down. so i i i, I can yeah. understand why he you know goes from 73 million dollars in the bank to zero with with and they stole the connect and he's like, well, it, it's yeah. got to be drastic now because I'm not going to spend the rest of my life poor. That's the whole point of me doing this so that I wouldn't right. spend the rest That's of my right. life poor. Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, I mean, albeit we are watching a criminal and we understand that, <laughs> you know, that he, 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 we, we, they have humanized the bad guy. So, but but you, yeah. it's not if he didn't become drastic with it, if he didn't start feuding with his family, if he didn't start unfortunately rolling up to the spot and shooting people and stealing money and all that stuff. I'd be like, well, what, mm-hmm. what are we watching this season? What is he doing? Like, is this how somebody in this position genuinely react to this situation? Um, I do want to mm-hmm. see him go after Reed. If he don't go after yeah. Reed more than just helping Reed. the Cubans, if he don't go after Reed himself, I'm, I'm gonna feel like they did a disservice. I do think though that situation, somebody's going to die. Either him or Jerome. Oh man, a lot of folks got yeah, to die, man. It should have, and that that way to this point, yeah. I'm actually thinking like they probably should have killed some people before now. Um, no, no, do but, it. but but because they have it, dang, it's getting ready to be chaos. It, it's at the point now you could probably kill someone every episode, single yeah. episode until the end of this show. Well, well they did kill nice. somebody in episode so two, even though she wasn't big. I I really thought that they was going. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. No, no, no. Right, but yeah, but yeah, absolutely. And and I think that to that point, we should be seeing that not just you know ancillary people off to the side, but people who've had some type of reoccurring role. We should start seeing it, and because of the tension and all the different people, or the Russians, or you say the Cuban, but the Cuban works for the Russians. Yeah. The Russians. Right. And, you know, like you've got so much dynamic. You still got Ari's people yeah. out there. Or Obvious people, people, yeah. Obvious people out there that potentially like this thing can go a million different ways right now. And I'm enjoying it because I feel tense from start to finish every single episode. Like, man, who's getting ready to go next? What happened? Who's yeah, going to show up yeah. at this person's door? And, and Leon went to Africa. and He came back now. And what's getting ready to transpire with all of that? Go, go ahead. Now, I, I was. I, I just had my next comment lined up on you. So, what's my man's name? That's basically the the head of the Crips, like in Leon's absence. Big Dion. Uh, big, big, oh, big, big Dion. Like he, he, big he, D. he, 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 he can I can I finish the comment? Can you come closer to the mic? 
I can't hear you. But, sound low, that's what I was telling you. But so, he, so he, he, he got to go. To the mic. He he always he always mm-hmm. been a little reckless. Um, Reed's mm-hmm. right hand came close. <laughs> Reed's right hand man who is also cool with Franklin. Also, yeah, Gustavo. Gustavo. Mm-hmm. I feel like he got to go. I like Gustavo. I feel like Gustavo got to make so? it out. Man. <laughs> he he one person who's going to make oh, it out. So. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I like, man. I like, Gustavo I like man, Gustavo, dude, but I, I feel like people yeah. who play both sides like that sort of end up getting caught, and then somebody just going to put a bullet in his mm-hmm. head just because they knew you was playing both yeah, sides. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel like Reed going to be the one to mess around and make it out just because he got the government protecting him, and, like they going right. to pull him out at right. the right time. Of course, um, and and either. He gonna go full Oliver North. He'll yeah, be testifying right. Some right. Exactly. All that's gonna happen. I, I think <laughs> either I think like Franklin goes to jail, Louis dies, and uh, and mm-hmm. Uncle uh, what's his name? Uncle Uncle Jerome. Uncle Jerome just Jerome. be like depressed with all this money and don't even care about it and just like give it away or something. Like I think it's gonna be something crazy mm-hmm. like that. Le- Leon gonna die. He gonna come back. He gonna get killed. Oh, like, no, I know that's what. He, he, but if he come back, but if he come back, like he he was out, mm-hmm. and then what happened when you come back into life when you out? Like it go bad. Like yeah. speaking of her, yeah. really quick, we need to give her her flowers too, because she when you watch this next episode, you gonna see it like because she became but a type. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She played but, that but role. I, she she did. But I I yes. said it last week. I said she on the come up. She doing her thing, Bruh. Yeah, well, I was talking about. Dominique Fishback, but then Fishback, they said that right. that she Wanda looks so like she, yeah, looks like her, looks like her, yeah, and I yeah, said yeah, they yeah, both want to come it. up. Uh, Man, she is doing an excellent job, like yeah, the transition and just seeing her play yeah. both of them. Worlds, it's two different, like, it's two different people, she, right? Yeah, yeah. She yes. she can she can act. Absolutely. She can act. I hope she continues to get roles and people notice. You know how well of an actress she is because. And I hope she stay off the pipe with her character, man. I don't want her to be yeah, She don't need to be a, a drug addict or every die or something, man. Gail Gail Bean, I think is her real name. And we talking about yeah, Wanda. Yeah, so yeah. Let's her, yeah, she. I yeah. think she's from Atlanta. Yeah, she she can act. Right on. Because when they were at the what's it called, the point of no return, I, I think that scene could have went horribly wrong. And those two act very well in that scene where they was in like the crime scene. Well, which episode are we talking about? In Ghana. Okay. when they was in Ghana, uh-huh. you know, and I think Ghana, you don't even need a visa to go there. They accept us, <laughs> you know, they've always accepted us. No, I think it's I'm one of those countries. I just, just the random fact a, about nothing to do uh, with the you show. Mean a passport? <laughs> it just makes nah. me laugh. <laughs> oh, you need a passport, but I don't think you well, need an actual visa. I don't think they press oh, you, you mean out. if you want to work there or something? No, nah, if you want yeah, to I don't, like, I I don't need a visa, visa to go visit Ghana and go stay in a resort. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can do that as well because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all right, man. Before we digress, James, uh, what are your thoughts so far on this season? Lord Jesus. I like it so far, man. I was real nervous that this was about to hit that wall for this last season. Cause I'm like, man, how are they gonna come back after finale? Is this yeah. gonna be corny? But kind of like you said, the suspense and it's heartbreaking, man. Like one I know Franklin's a bad guy, but he was one step away. And maybe he would have slid back in the game eventually, but he was one step away to being done and legitimizing his money. And if he was a criminal, he'd have been more of a like uh, corporate criminal uh, white collar -collar, type thing, you know, Mm -hmm. got into real estate, maybe politics or something like that. But he was, you know, a step away from achieving his dream and being out the hood. And it was all taken away from him with a baby on the way. And then you put in the Shakespearean drama 
between Unc and Louie. And then there's that moment when Unc Jerome sits down with him and basically was like, when Alton was off on the pipe, I kind of was your dad. I looked out was, for you, and that's how you that, respond. That's my favorite scene yes. so far. When he when he yeah, slapped guys. him, and then he and then like, he came back with the backhand. Jerome made right for that, but he had to do that bad that way. <laughs> when he when he swung the first but, time, I was like, did he hit him? And then he, but, then he brought it yeah. back. I was like, oh, it, it was, yep. it was like the wheel. <laughs> and, then, and then, literally, with tears in his yeah. eyes, when he was begging for um, Franklin to end his life, because yeah. man, he tired of this. Yeah. He having this. Yeah. He, he been. He don't want to be in the game, man. And that's where Louis, I be feeling this so wrong because she will manipulate right. him, and she done turned him yeah. back to full street unk, and he out here yeah. just beating people to death and all types of crazy well, I, stuff. I, so man. I know I made my yeah. predictions, but there is a part of me that is like, yo. I hope the situation happened where he got to pop Louie to save Franklin. Like, I just, I just oh, want, that'd be cool. yeah, oh, like, wow. I mean, like in the heat of the so, moment, sort of like the dude did when he shot yeah. his brother on the last of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sam. Man. Yeah. And if I'm Franklin, I guess you don't need it, but you got all this money and stuff and you continue to get beat up, man. Take a boxing lesson or two, man. <laughs> Give me something, man. Like just don't get full slapped in a diner. You know, then you got to pull the gun, man. At least have enough, uh, uh, heart to slap somebody back and then you can throw them hands. Just throw a block. Something, uh, uh, some head movement, right. man, slip. <laughs> he telegraphed that thing twice. <laughs> hey, you know who y'all forgot about? What about my man Kane up in the hospital? Yeah, oh, that's, oh, a, that's a whole nother angle. Kane get, so Kane going to take out the cop and then the LAPD going to take out Kane. Because yeah, Kane said, I heard he ain't a cop yeah. no more. In episode yeah. two, he going to yeah. take out the cop and then yeah. the LAPD going to be on his head. Yes, yeah, sir. That makes sense. Yeah, but he's like a paraplegic. Like, no, they so said that I, I he said know, in, the, in the conversation that he's going to be able to walk again. Back. He's, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay. But he said his meat didn't work. I did hear that. <laughs> of course, course you did. heard that. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you know the color of his chest head, too. <laughs> 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 but, Jay, I forgot about Kane, man. That's a whole oh, nother man. angle of suspense oh. that we don't know where he's coming. And how dope was it, too, when um they were going back and forth? Um and literally, um, big big, what's his name? Dion was taking the dump or whatever, and Franklin was like, he almost yeah. popped him there. Then the police walked in, and it was like as they're going. Hey, that scene that's part that. yeah. You went when episode three opens up, it opens up like oh, for real, man. It's Damn, like going, he basically they giving Leon a recap of what's been going down since okay. he's been gone, and they just show you flashbacks of you know what you call montage. I got, I got, I got to make my wife watch that joint tonight so I can check it out. <laughs> That's the one yeah. thing that sometimes these shows be losing me is just like how much time is actually elapsed between when we last saw something and when we see the next thing. But it seemed mm-hmm. like all of this is maybe within like a month, month and a half ish. Like it's rolling. Like it's oh. it like ended picked up right at the end of last season and then kind of has been progressing since. So it might even be less time. Yeah. But so my wife, not me. My wife, my wife said as soon as she saw uh, Franklin's baby mom, she was like, she 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 looked a lot better this season. Like intentionally try to make her look better now that she's pregnant and we know she's going to be like the wife because she sort of seemed frumpy at first. And now she seemed a little more like put together and yeah. 
Bro, when the when the when the season opened up, Dane, I thought they had really oh, for real? her. Honestly, I <laughs> thought it was a oh, girl. Wow. Yeah. yeah, some producer was like, "Look, man, he can't date Lori Lori Harvey and, and just have her on here. <laughs> look at how she looked last season. We gotta freshen her up a little bit." And that's Dane's wife, Dang, please. Oh. Again, I'm trying to limit my beef. <laughs> we already went through the list. <laughs> so, so no, that's if you need retaliation, you, that's all Dane, man. You. I ain't say nothing about Lori Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> man, but you know what? Dane gave his predictions. I want to hear what do you think is going to happen. I Honestly, I think, watch this. Franklin, not Franklin. Jerome. What's the uncle named Jerome? Jerome. Jerome is going to end up on Sherm. What? Watch. Okay. He's going to probably be strung out on Sherm. Watch. Okay. I'm telling you. It makes, it makes absolute sense. Go ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Louis will probably be like end up working like in Compton and like Church's Chicken talking about how it was hard and do little gang intervention tapes. Tapes. Um, tapes. What's the little easy E looking dude? Leon. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. And I bet you Leon is going to end up. He only look nothing like easy. Just little. I bet you Leon. I bet you it, Leon ends up like at a he ends up working at a rec center mm-hmm. or like on some gang task force uh, prevention, like a Charleston White. <laughs> He's made like a Charleston White character. Mm-hmm. And then I give Franklin. His brain just reboot. Hold up, man. This is live uh, surveillance footage of what happened inside Rob's brain. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Oh man! Oh, I don't know. Man. I don't want nothing to happen to Franklin, but he's just—he's just going on the nut, young. I don't like this, man. Why you don't, I don't like, like it? Him at what all. you don't like it? What you don't like? Because he want—he want to feel like Franklin right, is an innocent good guy happen? that just happened upon this situation. Yeah, man. Okay, man, you're doing really? all this killing, but you're the guy that owns this like this mega building that's being built. Mind you, it is the '80s, and I also wanted to play an advocate for the tiger because it is so, Hollywood. So, so you never so seen do run a movie where the billionaire mogul gets people killed because he's connected with the the gangsters that's and stuff real. like that. But you've enjoyed those movies. Sir. That's not real. That's not real. Because Bill, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, like Bill Gates ain't out there building up Manhattan or whatever, whatever state he live in. Well, they the only two billionaires I know. I don't know any other billionaires, and I doubt the same. Yeah. I mean, Franklin wasn't we about to quite to a Billy, but he didn't make it. Rob is about the piece. What about my man building the little origami? Uh, oh, uh, oh yeah, uh, Scully. Scully. Scully gonna Scully, be the one that man. Scully gonna be the one that end up surviving and working at the yep. rec center yes, to try is. and keep kids oh, off the street. Yeah. That's the one that's gonna and be. And he gonna be he like gonna be, I told he gonna them. He's gonna be a deacon at the church. About peace. <laughs> he gonna be, he gonna be a, 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 an associate yeah. pastor or something like. That. Right. How many of y'all yeah. thought they were actually gonna make up after Scully put the word in Unk's ear and Franklin's mom put the word in his ear? Did you think nope. at the sit down that they were gonna too, come together too soon in the against? Well, uh, um, what's his yes, name? Yes, um, I did. Well, well, I did. But when um, see Dane said last in the third episode when Leon sit down with Jerome, that was some that was some good good acting yeah. right there, man. Like that was so intense <laughs> and so unexpected. You know what I mean? It just makes it makes sense. But it just you know, I was like, yeah, I like I like where they digging deep in this. You know, it reminds me of the wire. Yeah. You know, so it sort of got those Marlowe vibes, where it's like 
you wanted to be one way. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like that's what I was waiting for Ron to say. You wanted to be one way, but it's the man, other way. But yeah, uh, so yeah, Jerome so, is fed up, man. He he ain't, he he is like cutting deep with people's stuff, man. Well, like he ain't pulled no punches is. at Franklin at the diner None. or with Leon in episode all, three. Like all, he just all with the, keeping it all real. With the girl in the parking lot that he murdered. No, literally, literally, punches. My wife was like. My wife was like, did he hit the woman? I said, um, I said, babe, they, they contract killers. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that matters to him when he that they kill people for a living. Yeah. I don't care who he hit, you know, anybody gonna die. He like hit her with a you ain't gun, you know. Let me keep that business. That was a vicious scene. Well, hey, man, we enjoy oh, that I, so far, man. I do, so before you, before cool. you end that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off like that, but um, mm-hmm. you do know what's coming like two three years from now what's what's the what's better well nah nah what's the better debate what's better the wire or snowfall that's it's going that's going to be the debate but it's going to be a too late i mean you know i you know someone like me is you know gonna be on the other side so oh that's right i forgot who's better for how you felt about that it's like saying who's better like 50 cent or jay-z like they're both great. That's, they're both beyond great, but we know 50, one has 50 a different Fifty shouldn't be in a conversation with Jay Z, but okay. Well, that's yeah. what he's saying. That's okay. what we're, that's what Rob is saying yeah. about this conversation. Yeah, they're both are just great in their own aspect. But wire, hey, is you the, just call you know, Snowfall Fifty Cent. I feel disrespected for some reason. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> hey, look, we don't need that smoke. Hey, hey, that'll put us it's on the map. He'll talk about us for three months. Yeah, that's right. That part, he's, but he'll start pulling up dirt. And that dude, Rob, he just Why is that dirt that he can pull up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. <laughs> I'm almost six feet deep, bro. Oh, I can't. Man. Well, hey, before before we wrap here, man, we do want to take a few minutes to kind of talk about this Creed 3. So this will be a spoiler uh, alert conversation. If you haven't seen it yet, you want to press pause everything. and press play. <laughs> everything for those who haven't heard it for those who have seen it stick with us um creed three i want to start here first because um i was really looking forward to this as was my wife i'm not really sure why you don't know why your but, wife was um, looking forward to it shirtless ripped black I be feeling like, um, what's y'all, what's y'all man from Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, uh, Star Lord. Chris Pratt. I'm, I'm gonna get a both. That's it. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Oh man, but yeah, um, you know what? I, I think the part I want to focus on mainly about this film was the fact that, um, your boy, this is director. Yeah, this, this was directorial debut. debut director, yeah. I will say, I don't know if he knows about the cinema photography and all of those components, or somebody came with that idea. I don't know who did what. But um, I thought he did a great job. Oh, right? thank God. I thought she was going to say the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I think, um, what you call him, Michael P? I think Michael P. Michael P. <laughs> P. Did, did, a, did, a gr- did a great job, man. Like, um, I was sh- concerned I was initially. You know I what I mean? Was I wasn't too. sure how he was going to do too much or whatever. But I think he kept it grounded. He kept it to the, the roots. Um and and I that's it. You know what I mean? Like I I, I want to leave it there before I get critical about things, but I definitely felt like he did a great job in that. So I was happy with it. Story overall was was decent, you know, it wasn't great, but it was it was fine. And I thought 
um, a good way to end the 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 Rocky Creed universe if they're, they're stopping. Not, I'm sure no, they're getting ready for the Drago yeah, spinoff. No. I know the Drago yeah. spinoff is coming, but um, otherwise, I, I, I was I wasn't I wasn't disappointed. So, like, during during I, the that's yeah during weird. the movie, I said to my wife, I said, um, I appreciate the fact that this does not have a drop off from the way that the other films were mm-hmm. filmed, and right. and in yeah. fact and in I fact it was. The, I'm, I'm just talking about as far as direction, and and, and in fact, I mm-hmm. I would beg to to I I would ask anybody like where you know as far as the way it was directed, I think the other films were maybe a little brighter, but mm-hmm. visually, I I might have liked this one the best out of the three. The best, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like I, I think the grittiness and, of it. Yeah. The only part that I did not like was the fight between him and Damien, how they just made all of the middle rounds, this sort of abstract. Like I would have rather them mm-hmm. just focus on the fighting choreography instead of that abstract scene in the middle of their final okay. fight. But then even when they brought it back, mm-hmm. I was good, you know, with the way that the fight ended when they brought it back to the, you know, in the arena with the fans around them and stuff like that. But when they, you know, they had the cage and they were like, sort of like, barking at each other growling at each other i'm like i like i I get it like they wanted to they they wanted Mm -hmm. to sort of take you into their mind i get why he did it he wanted it to be a little different than Mm -hmm. what we've seen he wanted to be redundant so i i understood it but i was fine with it just being because you know the way damien fought they sort of show the intentionalness of him like punching on the shoulder or punching under the arm just to yeah. you know take your strength away yeah. in that arm so you can't swing as hard as you would like to and right. stuff. and right. i thought that was really uh something really good that he added to it um he said that mm-hmm. he was a a big um anime fan and he wanted he wanted the okay. fights to reflect that a little bit more so I guess I, I got that, mm-hmm. and that's why he had that scene that was a little more abstract because that's some anime stuff. How they just be, they be powering up and like growling at each other and stuff like that. So I yeah. I, I got, got that, it. but I, I just didn't think it was as necessary as something that was as grounded as this was for the rest of the movie. Specifically, I like the relationship dynamic between him and Damien because I'm sure everybody, all of us on here, have known dudes that went to jail and then they come home and they feel like. People at home owed them something, or should have been there more for them, or there was they didn't do enough mm-hmm. and stuff. And not, and I'm not saying everybody who goes to jail does that, but there are a lot right. of people who go to jail that yeah. do come out and think, oh, One two. Good. Yeah. you you was you was out here, you was out here uh, sitting pretty, and now you looking at me like I, you, right. you should have been holding me down, like you know, yeah. like he yeah. sort of had that yeah. attitude. Yeah. And then the fact that they didn't just make him some dumb inmate that got out. He was actually calculated right. and right. stuff, and that plays out with a plan. That plays <laughs> well for Jonathan Majors, who we all know is a great actor. So I, 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 yeah, I really, I, 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 I really enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I he killed it, man. And I'm gonna touch on the direction too, because I think, like everybody else here, I think we're in consensus that Michael B. did an excellent job with it. Um, he seemed a little bit more flashy than the previous Creed movies. Like, but I, had some slow mo methods. Yeah, had, like, yeah. And, and you could tell. I think he's falling in love with boxing a little bit, mm-hmm. too, because those slow-mo things and stuff were kind of intentional to where he's like, oh, I see an opening there. Every time mm-hmm. every time he throws uh, his right, he's leaving his liver open. Yeah. He keeps doing yeah. it. He keeps throwing the same combination. And you kind of see, like, the chess game that um, boxing can be. Yeah. And you saw him capitalize on it. And even to the part... I know it was a little bit of artsy and abstract to where um, at the end when he's fighting Dame... 
they clear out the crowd noise and it's just literally them in there. But that's like kind of one of those little things where, you know, at the end of the day, it's just them two in the ring. Yeah. And eventually you start yeah. blocking out all that stuff and you're focused on each other. I thought it was a little weird with the growling yeah. and the grunting. Yeah. But I did like that mm-hmm. moment when it was like just silence and they both focused on each other. And even just little stuff like the dirty boxing. Um, there was a point in Dame's first fight when he sp- when he fought the up and coming Hispanic cat out of a uh, 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 the dude that was a champ, Adonis's yeah. gym. Yeah. yeah, it was a champ mm-hmm. when like literally like his tooth got messed up and he was like, ah, he tried to pull out his mouthpiece and it like um, his tooth was like, in the mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, and he just like put it back in, yeah. like just little nuances like that footwork things like that like oh man it's not all about aggression you gotta you know move and and you know yeah. go around i thought it was interesting did was his daughter did he have the daughter in two yeah she did, yeah, did. was she yeah, yeah okay. she was a baby she was all crazy because she was she was born without, same, yeah. without yeah. hearing yeah without hearing and so he yeah, was concerned he was stressing and yeah. she was crying and he didn't know how to make her happy so he put her in the car yeah. and t- drove her to the gym and that was the one so, thing that calmed her down and we talked about <clears throat> the direction man but how good was some of the acting in it like jonathan majors like to see him play Please. dame and then see him be in lovecraft and then see him be the different kings like this yeah. dude is oh, a dude. monster it's when it comes to acting. Oh, I was geez. like, he's totally different people. He now the crazy yeah. thing is he actually is younger than Michael B. I right. don't know how that works. Right. <laughs> this dude is only thirty two. Right. He looks sixty four. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> he looked like, like one of them old strong dudes that do construction. Is just like right. super old man strength right. that could crush right. a brick with his hands. He looked look like a fat <laughs> Albert character, man. But but even like even like Tessa Thompson and Felicia Rashad, Wood Harris, like there was yeah. a lot of good performances in here. Even from the boxers, yeah. they got good performances. Yeah. Like again, I can't remember the guy that was I like all the, the champion. I like all yep. the callbacks. Yeah. Yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah. A lot of good cameos. Like even people holding mitts and stuff are people you see like throughout the boxing world. Mm-hmm. Like they really did a mm-hmm. good job with that. I think the only Achilles heel <laughs> probably was Michael B himself. At times, man, it was like a, honestly, this is probably one of his better acting performances. Like, I mean, yeah. outside of outside yeah. of the one where he was the oh. lawyer, like, yeah, yeah, like you see him struggling to get the tears out, but he actually got him out. Like, it's, yeah, he did. Yeah. I think yeah. again, man, iron sharp as iron. He had a lot of good people around him, and it seemed like him. And it, this could be just for promotion or whatever, but it seemed like him and Jonathan Majors really did have a good. They seem to have hit it all. Yeah, yeah, they, they, so they probably all. elevated each other, but there were some moments like when he was supposed to be asleep and she was tickling his nose. I was like, uh, man, this dude is yeah. It's terrible. Well, yeah. yeah, that part yeah. was bad. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> there were some moments. Rob, did you watch? Rob, did you watch the movie? Did you watch? The I mean, yeah. Like I said, parts of it was sad, and you know, parts no, no, did of you watch the movie, Rob? Like I said, parts <laughs> of it was sad. Parts this of it made bad And and what I got from the movie that it moved in a it moved in a forward motion. And I felt as though, you know, at times they would, you know, it was a lot of swinging going on, and I was. What you mean by swinging? What kind of swinging though? Yeah, what kind of swinging? I mean, like punches, a lot of punches thrown, (laughs) and it was a lot of countering. And then you know, it was it was a whole lot of things happening that I was like, whoa, this is. Let me save Rob and ask y'all this because I I missed it. Like I think I looked down at my phone or something and um kind of miss. The dude that um, Adonis beat up that was at their group home, did he just abuse them or was it yeah, like some sort just, of sexual yeah, abuse? No, it, was just, it was just it was physical. Just physical. Yeah. Okay. 
Because I thought like, oh man, this might be like the way it was building up and the way he had buried it so much. I was like, oh man, this might be like some Mm -hmm. sexual abuse. But I thought it was just physical. Yeah, they just did physical abuse. I I thought that it was interesting. I don't know if y'all remember the preview. In the previews, there was a, in the trailer, there was a a scene of him, Tessa Thompson and their daughter sitting in the group home and like a whole bunch of kids around them. And that joint was never, it was never in the movie. So I wonder (laughs) what, what they cut out. Cause I thought maybe they were going, he explained it better to her. What, why, you know, that dude was somebody he attacked like that and maybe took her Mm -hmm. to where he lived. Like she didn't know. And he's a special edition. Yeah. 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 Just, just so people would know red flags. Cause that is a very serious subject. If someone is supervising you and a kid comes to you and say, Hey, I took three baths in one day. That's something to be worried about. Thanks, Rob. Public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm really like, I'll say one thing, Jaden, really quick. Uh, one plot point I did have a little bit of an issue with that I, I don't understand how they come up with these things <laughs> and say, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Let's go with it. I'm not fully convinced on how they got from A to A to Z, basically, with getting um, Dane to fight. Right. That was the one thing I felt like yeah. was a bit of a reach. Or something that was so and his grounded. mother died too fast too that was another thing so. and his not only did she die well, too, she, no, she, she died, died too slow, slow. he should have showed up and yeah. she should have been gone but, like yeah. a full stroke right based and, and like nothing wrong right. with her face right. she seems right. to be right. being able to articulate her words yeah. i'm like yeah. that was a bad yeah. idea like why not just have her yeah. be dead already? flowers you to know? felicia rashad though man she looks good i'm like damn man she still <laughs> look like the cosby show <laughs> yeah. yeah i think she was just done she was like i don't want to be in creed no more right let me rest yeah. How do y'all but, feel that this movie was made and Sylvester never even he like he refuses to so, watch it or, or give so it as Sylvester Stallone's a hater, he need to move <laughs> on with his life. But they actually gave him yeah. a producer credit in the joint. If you look at it when it's yeah. going on, it says oh, uh, executive producer or producer Sylvester Stallone, and I, I think it's mm. I think it's a bit sad that the relationship had to end so badly. But I right. I also completely understand the Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan side of things. Like they created the idea, they wrote the script, they brought it to Sylvester Stallone. He touched up some things like, oh, well, I think my character would really do this and his relationship should be this and whatever. And then they put it out and Sylvester Stallone, not only did the, you know, the public give him all the credit, he took the credit. Like, yeah, this is my this was my movie. It did great. These young guys are great. They helped me write this. And uh, then, so that's why in part two, Ryan Coogler was like, Yeah, I'm we not doing that again. I'ma bring in another director, yeah. another writer, <laughs> and we going and then you just show up for work. And Sylvester Stallone hated that they, they iced him out like that. And that's why he said he wasn't messing with this one. But they still were gracious enough to oh, give him executive okay. producer role, which probably means he still gets a check cut. <laughs> so yeah, of course no yeah, probably so in that. he definitely it's is. not his, his creation creation. he created rocky he didn't create creed but there would be no creed without rocky without rocky there wouldn't be no clever lane without clever lane there would be no apollo what creed. does a clever lane have to do with any of this go watch the movie <laughs> it was man. on the road was, <laughs> hey, it wasn't a he just lane? he just felt like he'd he been on one rob been on trying to come in here and prove points like the uh one thing you touched on jonathan that i actually felt too was that everything mm-hmm towards the end seemed a little rushed 
from Felicia mm-hmm. Rashad passing to him training to fight Dame yeah. to Dane's ascension. Like, is this like he won one fight? They probably should have squeezed a fight in there. What, Quick what, John Jones what, type knockout. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah. this dude is the that's truth. That's what I that's like, what I said too. Yeah. yeah. They, and then the fight yeah. itself kind of went fast. Like, you know, it just yeah. was like, all right, let's wrap this up. Because <laughs> we getting towards the I end. I think they want us to accept that in this world those situations happen because essentially in the first movie that's sort of what happened with creed like he got that that title match because of an injury suddenly um but he did at least have Mm -hmm. a fight before that so and the same with rocky too yeah nobody off the street we just gonna take this dude and you know so that's kind of the reality we live in yeah so i I think i I think they were just like well they have accepted this for decades so they should accept it now so but he should have had at least one fight yeah, but it felt like they kind of yeah. ran out of time at the end. Like, all right, man, let's then, squeeze all this. But in. that's the funny thing. That's time. the funny thing, yeah. though. It was an hour and fifty-seven minutes, and in today's right. reality, you could have made this two twenty-four easy. Mm-hmm. You could have threw another half hour there, and nobody would have batted an eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was happy. Yeah, um, what y'all think of? Uh, um, we touched on it just a little bit, but I thought it was kind of cool, Jonathan Major style. How like it kind of was like. He blended what he had as golden gloves and then came out with a more of a jailhouse style, yeah. even like that cross block and oh, the way yeah, the, and, and yeah. how he was able to manipulate it at the end where he took advantage and of it and knocked him out, yeah. I thought was cool. But um mm. like I don't know. I don't know how much he yeah. trained or where he got his inspiration for the character, if that came from um Kugler's so. brother that helped write it, but it was really good how they put together. Like it just made sense. Like this is how this guy would fight. So we saw um, Dame come out to the ring for two fights. The one mm-hmm. against Creed, where he was supposed to be the more polished because he had already had the championship. And the one right. against the, the Latino guy that was the champion, where he was supposed to be fresh, like off the street. Mm-hmm. If you look at them, the the entry, both of them joints with Mike Tyson. Like <laughs> yeah, one, one, one he had on yeah, the, the, the little hoodie with the cutoff sleeves, uh-huh. which is just like Mike mm-hmm. on his first, like when he first sure. started. And then later it was just Mike right, coming yeah. straight to the ring looking Jack with just the all black. They just, yeah, that was, oh, yeah, that that was, was the second killer, one. Yeah. The execution so like he, or something. I think they tried to inspire a look of a Mike Tyson type of fear when he comes to the ring. I, so I, I know they had, right. you know, some some you know it, they were motivated a little bit by that but his fighting style you, yeah you're right it was it was very unique i don't know we know a real boxer that actually fights like that yeah i felt bad for michael oh, b on the beach when he done dotted his eye right and he just had to he had to eat that joint and walk away right that was like worse than karate kid yeah, did, on the beach he, man he, <laughs> Daniel he, got did, he did sleep his man though his man was on the floor that i want to say that whole time he did <laughs> um i thought that they gave Dane sort of a redemption at the end when yeah. he, when, yeah. when Creed goes and sees him in the locker. And it didn't make, I think that was the other part that kind of stood out to me from a plot standpoint. You you almost villainized him. Like his arc went so fast from kind of meek, humble, nah, I don't need that, I'm good, to yeah. I'm well over the top, and now I'm just gritty and cut off, and I'll bring somebody in here to swing and, and break the yeah. arm of, 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 yeah. of a champ. You know, the number one contender, whatever, yeah. just to get an opportunity. In one contender, and then all of a sudden at the end, I'm humbled again, and I appreciate just having to be in the ring with you. You know, that's sort of how it came across. And I just, it's like, pick one person yeah. you want him to be. You know, I, I, I just don't know that he learns all that lesson in that short of time. Although he didn't seem to be such a bad guy at the very beginning, anyhow. He just had that chip on his sh- yeah. shoulder. So yeah. I get it. It works. 
it's just seeing them progress a little too that's fast. That's what I mean. It just happened. Because, again, that fame could have yeah. went to his head. It makes sense. He's the heavyweight. And he kind of alluded to it. Like, look, I needed right. you when I was in jail. I needed you when I came out. But I don't need you now. And then, like, some of those, you know, um, that chip came back. And then he started stunting yeah. on him. But, yeah, it happened right. so quick. Like, he just finished his fight. He already stunting on you. He ain't yeah. even get his check. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That exactly. ain't even hit his bank exactly. account. Yeah, they, they yeah. I think they <laughs> probably should have, in that sense, they probably should have played to the fact that he thought Michael B wasn't deserving and right. he was and they they yeah. they said it a little bit yeah. but they didn't make that the right. main they thing touched yeah right F- finally finally you James you'd have to tell me maybe I, I just missed all this but I don't know too many POs who gonna remove a bracelet bracelet to fight and then let him go to the beach and get <laughs> right. Right I just assume well, pretty sure that, well I'm pretty sure that bracelet goes right well, back didn't on they say something like his um parole had just conveniently ended like right when his fight well, started because they were like oh, oh it I feels good it don't it, it yeah fight. I thought, I thought it was over thing. like from then on out so no, that's why he ain't have it on since so Got it just it, was very it. convenient right. that it lined up to fight night. So, so Kugler <laughs> definitely didn't write this joint. <laughs> I think his brother or wrote it. Um, yeah, was involved okay. with it. Uh, oh yeah, uh, this is Damien or Bernard. Bernard. Yeah, Bernard. Oh, yeah, Keenan. You ever said Bernard? <laughs> hey, but you know what? This is a moment in history on the show. This is the first time that we've ever got Corinthian, a.k.a. Jonathan, to like two movies in a row that he's satisfied with. I've never seen you so content so, on the show. Since, since you said that now, it makes me want to go back to to old school and uh, do what we didn't do last week and get the number ratings because I bet you his rating isn't as high as you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this is Dane, man. We had a positive moment. He just got a, just Just for the audience, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we don't have to I, I just thought about that I thought about that last week when I was telling y'all what I thought about Ant-Man I was like ain't nobody gonna ask me for my number rating it was like oh yeah they didn't do it last, yeah. interesting yeah I forgot that well it's definitely a 7.5 you ain't seen the movie man record. stop Quiet. I'm not talking Ant-Man. about Ant-Man <laughs> I said, I mean, it was, it was, I give it eight. <laughs> <laughs> you twisted his arm. Right. Right. Twist my arm. Give it eight. But you guys have proved something to me throughout this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. That guy, what's his name? Majors. Yeah. We'll call Jonathan him Majors. I don't know, Jonathan Majors. Oh, good job. Yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan Majors did not do that exceptional go- uh, uh, job with Kane you know, at all. I'm going to tell you why, because you would have been calling that man Kane from the beginning to the end. No one calls uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert Downey. They call him Iron Man. They call uh, Thor. Rob, Thor. Robert, they don't call him Robert Downey Jr.'s career damn near disappeared before he became Iron Man again. But they call and Chris him Helmsworth was somebody we really on- didn't know that well until he became Thor. Jonathan Majors has been blowing up for the last couple of years. There's plenty of people still okay. calling him Kang, though. I think it that's is. a flawed it argument. Is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people don't. Heck, uh, uh, Joe Budden and them was just like, who, what's his name? Who is this Jonathan Majors? Kang. <laughs> so yeah. he he on the cusp okay, of, of blowing yeah, up. Like, we know him because, you know, we oh. this is what we do. We in the uh, pop culture. But there's a lot of people that their first exposure to Jonathan Majors hey. is Kang and or Dame. And if the and if the yeah. okay. the black actor can't be called by his real name by anybody, it should be by the black cinematic universe. 
Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have used the I, I'm blackity black on that one. <laughs> hey, now before y'all move on, move I did on. get a message to go. from Lob. <laughs> oh, before you go on, Lob said he really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rob, can you please play my message on your phone? All right, he wants you to hear his message. Right. This is his feel on Creed. Uh, I love Creed. Uh, it was so much action. Uh, it's loud. <laughs> so I guess he liked all the growling and the grunting of the movie and it motivated. Maybe, maybe you did. So he's still in, the, in Creed mode. No, he did that in real time. You didn't see it. Don't play with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I could be a Creed for you. Know, maybe I can do stuff like that. I don't know. This but has yeah, been, think... man, another episode of the Cinematic Universe podcast. Me and James actually Check us out everywhere you get your podcast. When it won yesterday, I Ooh. watched that. But Spotify. did you believe that James Ditcher. and I watched Ditcher. The Weeknd live we at Sophie Stadium? Also, and he check us out wherever you get your podcast. But what was most important and most significant to me we did black cinema i am coming out with a new story for all of y'all still listening AKA and for everybody else like me that has you know checked out. i'm gonna rediscover rediscover you. Um, see you next week this whole approach and uh, peace it's gonna, it's gonna be something you be waiting for next week <laughs> <laughs>